Bibles, if you will, to Psalm chapter 31. I want to preach today on the stronghold of trust. All of us go through things, troubles and trials and situations. I've gone through probably the worst year of my life in losing my wife last December and uh, went through COVID and different things. Some of you have lost family members, children and spouses and maybe jobs and different things. Uh, but I want to preach on the word trust, the stronghold of trust. The word trust is found 134 times in the Word of God. I'm going to use some scripture out of the book of Psalms that has the word trust in them. And when I would get discouraged or downhearted or begin to cry, and I've done a lot of crying the last year, I would turn to the scriptures that had the word trust in them. It seemed like that it lifted me up. Amen. I began to think about the word trust. David said in Psalms chapter 31, verses 1, 2, 3, and 4, In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in thy righteousness. Bow down thine ear to me. Deliver me speedily. Be thou my strong rock for a house of defense to save me. For thou art my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for my name's sake, lead me and guide me. Pull me out of the net that I have laid privately for me. For thou art my strength. Let's go to God in a word of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we're thankful today that I'm able to be here in this church service. Thankful for the good preaching and teaching that I've heard already this morning. Thankful for the good singing that we've had today. And I'm thankful, God, for your right hand, God, that has led me through this year so far. I'm thankful, God, for this church and the many prayers that they prayed for me. I'm thankful for Pastor Reg, God, and the leadership that he's shown in this church. Thankful, God, for... The time that I was able to spend with my wife, thankful God for my family. Lord, I just love you today, and I'm thankful, God, that you've uh, uplifted me with your right hand of righteousness. I want to ask you, God, to lead me through this message. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As I read this scripture many different times over the past year, I believe that David wrote it probably written after Absalom's rebellion. Here in this scripture, David is looking over his life experiences, reliving the situations that he's been in. This psalm is a psalm of misery, but also a psalm of mercy. This psalm is a psalm of fighting with feelings, a psalm of ups and downs, and we all have them. This psalm is quoted by Jonah, quoted by Jeremiah, and Jesus himself. In this psalm, we visit Calvary, we visit the scene of the cross. Notice there in verse number five, he says, In thine hand I commit my spirit. Jesus said that as he hung upon the cross. Thou hast redeemed me, O Lord, God of truth. David opens the psalm with, In thee do I put my trust. The human race is held together by human trust. We cannot live our lives without trust. We get an airplane to fly. We place our trust in the pilot. We place our trust in the airplane that we're flying in. We place our trust in the mechanics that works on that plane. We trust that the plane is airworthy. We trust that the pilot is experienced. We hope it's not his first flight. We trust that the plane will reach the destination that we want to reach. We put our money in banks because we trust him to keep our money. We go to the doctor, put our trust in him. We trust the prescription he gives us that it will make us well. We trust the druggist to put the chemicals together, to put the chemicals in a bottle. And we put the medicine down our throats, hoping that it will make us well. My uncle uh, had a testicle station out in Bakersfield, California. I remember the sign on the, on the station said, you can trust your car to the man who wears the star. We trust our politicians probably to to raise our taxes and to spend our money. We trust them to, <laughs> to write hot checks and to, and to run our nation deeper in debt. 
Our friendships are held together by trust. Our families are held together by trust. Without trust, there's no marriage. Without trust in our marriage, there's a fear of the unknown. There's jealousy and suspicion. Our relationship with God is based on trust. We're saved by trusting in Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. We're healed by trusting in His Word. We're delivered by trusting in the power of His name. We're forgiven by trusting in the power of His blood. We're hopeful for the future because our trust is in Him. Go ahead and put up the first bunch of verses, if you will, uh, fellas. Why do you trust? In whom do you trust? A lot of people don't trust in Jesus, but they should. David said, my trust is in the Lord. Notice the Bible says, kiss the son lest he be angry and you perish from the way. When, when his wrath is kindled but a little, blessed are they that put their trust in him. Go ahead and, and put the next one up. Offer the sacrifice of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. There be many that say, uh, uh, sorry, verse 11 says, but let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy because thou de- defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. Go ahead and put the one just with the word trust in there, if you will. O Lord, my God, in thee do I put my trust. Save me from all them that persecute me and deliver me. And they that know my name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, hast forsaken them that seek thee. In chapter 11, verse 1, the Bible says, uh, In the Lord put I my trust. How say ye to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain. Chapter 16 and verse 1 says, Preserve me, O God, for in thee do I put my trust. Uh, we're just showing you the verses in, in, in the, in the uh, book of Psalms, okay? Uh, verse 7 says, Show thy marvelous loving kindness, O thou that savest by thy right hand them that put their trust in thee from those that rise up against them. The Bible says in, in Psalms 18 and verse 2, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I put my trust, my buckler, and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. In Psalms 18 and verse 30, As for God, His way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust in Him. Amen. Psalms 20 and verse 7, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Psalms 25 and verse 2, O my God, I will trust in Thee. Let me not be ashamed. Let not mine enemies triumph over me. In Psalms 25 and verse 20, O my soul, O keep my soul and deliver me. Let not me be ashamed, for I put my trust in Thee. Psalms 31 and verse 6, I have hated them that regard lying vanities, but I trust in the Lord. Psalms 31 and verse 19, O oh, how great is thy goodness which thou hast laid up for them that fear thee, which thou hast wrought for them that trust in thee before the sons of men. Psalms 34 and verse 22, The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. Amen. Psalms 36 and verse 7, How excellent is thy loving kindness, O God! Therefore the children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. Psalms 37 and verse 3, Trust in the Lord and do good, so shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Psalms 37 and verse 40, And the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them, because they trust in Him. Psalms 40 and verse 3, He hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it in fear, and shall trust in the Lord. Psalms 44 and verse 6, For I will not trust in my bow, neither shall my sword save me. 
Psalm 49 and verse 6, they that trust in their wealth and boast themselves in the multitude of their riches. Psalm 52 and verse 8, but I am like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the mercy of God forever and ever. Psalm 55 and verse 23, but thou, O God, shalt bring them down in the pit of destruction. Bloody and deceitful men shall not live out half their days, but I will trust in thee. Psalms 56, what time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. That verse there uh, got me through a lot of uh, lonely nights. I begin to trust in the Lord there. Psalms 56. The Bible says there in verse number 11, In God have I put my trust, I will not be afraid what man can do unto me. Psalm 61. And verse 4, the Bible says, I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the covert of thy wings, Selah. Psalm 62, verse 8, Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. How many times do we run to God as a refuge when we, need a, when we feel like we need to hide in the Lord? Psalm 64, The righteous shall be glad in the Lord and shall trust in him, and all the upright in heart shall glory. Psalm 71, and verse number one. In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion. Psalm 71, and verse five. For thou art my hope. The Bible says there, O Lord God, thou art my trust from my youth. Psalm 73, verse 28. But it is good for me to draw near to God. I put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all thy works. Psalm 91, verse 2, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. Amen. Psalm 91, and verse number 4, He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Amen. Psalms 115, O Israel, verse 9, O Israel, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. Psalms 118, verse 8, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in men. Yeah. Psalms 118, verse 9, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. Amen. Psalms 119, verse 42, so shall I have therewith to answer him that approacheth me, for I trust in thy word. That there, for I trust in thy word. That give me all kinds of confidence all through the year. Because it's his word. It's his word, it's his word, it's his word. It's not what I think, not what somebody else says, but it's, it's in his word that I found the confidence. Chapter 125 of Psalms, they that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed, but abideth forever. Psalms 141, but mine eyes are unto thee, O God, the Lord. In thee is my trust. Again, in thee is my trust. Leave not my soul destitute. Psalms 143, cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning. There would be times I'd wake up at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. And I just felt like I was all alone, you know. I was married to Myra for over 50 years. And uh, loneliness just seemed to envelop me. And I'd open the Word of God and go to the... And again, uh, there's 134 scriptures in the Bible that talks about the Word of Trust. And I would go and I would look up all those scriptures. And I would come to that scripture. Cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning. And it seemed like the Spirit of God... And I, and I know some of you have lost uh, uh, children and some of you uh, have maybe uh, lost jobs or needed a job. And there are different things that, you know, uh, the Bible says in the book of Job uh, that 
you know, we, we've all got troubles and we've all got trials. We've all uh, got situations that we face. Maybe not a loss of a loved one, but other situations that we face. And I would wake up in the morning and I, I would feel the Spirit of God come into the house there and, and, and seem to envelop me and help me get through the rest of that morning. For in thee do I trust. Cause me to know the way wherein I should walk, for I lift up my soul unto thee. I'm just hoping that these scriptures might help you in some way. I know that uh, some of you lost children this last year and, and some of you lost parents this last year. And maybe this will help you to uh, search the scriptures. And maybe, maybe this scripture won't help you, but it'll help you to search the word of God. And uh, it will be something that, that will help you. Who do you trust today? David said, my trust is in the Lord. Now, why can we trust God? Let me give you some reason. Number one, he's faithful. He's a God of love and mercy. He's a sovereign God. He's from everlasting to everlasting. He's Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. I can trust him because he knows the answer to my problem. He's a friend that never fails me. I would go to the songbook and look at that song that says, uh, what a friend we have in Jesus. What a friend we have in Jesus. He'll never cast us aside. Why can we trust God? He's my rock and my strength. He's my cornerstone. We live in a sinking society today. I've never seen a society sink so fast as it's sinking today. Some people trust in money. 1 Timothy 6, 17 says, Charge them that are rich in this world that do not trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God. Amen. By the world standards, every one of us is rich. Yeah. Yeah. In Haiti, people make $200 a year. Why are riches called uncertain? Because they are. You cannot trust in riches. They can be lost. Yeah. They can be stolen. Yeah. You can die and leave your riches to others. Money did not bring happiness. Look at the rich young ruler. He left happiness when he walked away from Jesus. Yeah. The Bible says he was sorrowful because he had great possessions. Money can buy a bed of gold, but it can't buy rest at night. Right. It can buy you the best doctors, but can't buy you health. It can buy you a $50 steak, but not an appetite. Right. In 1939, the American dollar was worth 100 pennies. In 1994, it was worth one and a half cents. I'm not trusting in money or riches. I'm trusting in Almighty God. When money becomes worthless, God's still on the throne. When money becomes worthless, God will still have His power. When money becomes worthless, God's currency will still be trust. When money becomes worthless, God's kingdom will still have no end. When this, government's wor- when this government falls, we can still trust in God. When this government falls, He will still be in charge. When this government falls, the wind and waves will still obey Him. When this government falls, the sun will still rise each morning and the moon will still rule the night. When this government falls, the seven seas will still be in his hand. When this government falls, demons will still tremble in terror and disease will still disappear. Some trust in education. Education is good. Nothing wrong with being intelligent. Education without God is not the answer. Education with God is. Education without God produces people with hearts of stone. We're going in the wrong direction in education. God is thrown out. Without God in education, there's no light. Nothing but darkness remains. When truth is rejected, we've accepted the lie. When truth is rejected, a generation of barbarians is produced. Gangs are raping women and laughing about it. That's barbaric. This is a decade of decision. If nations are not turned to God soon, it will be too late. Quit worrying about being accepted by society, the new world order, or new ages, or secular humanists. I don't want to be accepted of them. I want to be approved of God. Morally and spiritually, we're in the Stone Age. We're going backwards. 
We're not walking in the new era of enlightenment. We're walking in a new dark age. The Bible says we're ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. The Christian belief system built on things you can't see. I don't see the Lord, but I trust him. I see the work that he's doing. I see people being saved. I don't see heaven, but I trust there is a heaven. He said in John chapter 14, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. I go to prepare a place for you. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again, receive it myself that where I am, that you shall be also. Amen. I can see the Lord while looking at a tree or a flower Amen. or up in the sky and see the clouds. The Bible says Solomon is not arrayed like one of these. Congress can't make a rose. They can't make an ethics bill. They can't balance a budget. They can't run a bank or a post office. All they can do is write hot checks and beg for re-election. I've got the solution to Congress. Fire them all. Clean house. Get rid of them. Is there any more verses to put up? Okay. Some people trust in might. Psalm 20 and verse 7 says, Some trust in chariots and horses. That's military might. Pharaoh tried that and it didn't work. Pharaoh trusted military might. Found out it was no match for God. Pharaoh had the world's mightiest army. The last time you see them, they're gasping for breath as the Red Sea closes in on them. Israel trusted in the true God of Israel. Pharaoh trusted in the horses and chariots. I'd rather be rejoicing with the slaves on the bank than floating in their water. You don't have to be too bright to go with the slaves. America will not be safe because of nuclear bombs. We'll be safe because of the power of the living God. Put your trust in the Lord. Where is God Almighty? He's on the throne. All who trust shall not bow. All who trust Him shall not be confounded. The Bible says He will show us great mighty things which we know not. Where is Adolf Hitler? That goose-stepping, paranoid paper hanger blew his brains out. He tried to escape the hell he created. When Hitler died, he stood before the Jew of all Jews. He stood before the judge who could not be bribed. He was sent to the chambers of hell forever. Where is the Lord of glory? The Bible says he's high and lifted up. His train fills the temple. I'm trusting in him. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding. He knows the burden you're carrying. Whatever burden you're carrying, he knows all about it. He knows the tears that you shed. He knows the feeling of a broken heart. He knows the feeling of rejection and betrayal. He knows the disappointments that you're facing. Whatever you're experiencing, he's already experienced it. He's a healer of broken hearts and broken dreams and broken lives and broken marriages. He can put your, you can put your trust in him because he never fails. If you trust the Lord, he's the answer. Trust must be complete or it's not trust. A farmer went to the county fair one day. He and his wife, when they got there, he saw this man that was giving airplane rides for $50. He went up to the man. And he said, that's too high. The man said, well, he said, if you and your wife will get in the plane and don't scream while you're in that plane, I won't charge you for the ride. So the man got his wife and placed her in a plane. He got him beside her and he took the ride of his life. That plane took off, went straight up in the air and he started rolling that plane. Not a peep. That, that farmer didn't make a peep. He come down like he's going to hit the ground and got just a little bit away from the ground and went right back up and started to roll. He did everything he could do to get that man to scream. Finally, he landed that plane and the farmer crawled out. He was wobbling. I mean, he was dizzy. 
He walked up to the pilot. The pilot said, you did good. You didn't scream. He said, well, I nearly did when my wife fell out. <laughs> God only asked one thing of man, to trust him, to trust him. God doesn't ask you to understand him because you cannot understand God. God doesn't ask you to explain him because you cannot explain God. God didn't ask you to vindicate him because you cannot vindicate him. Man's duty is captured in the song, trust and obey. There's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. A lot of times we worry about the problems of the world. There's no need. You can't do anything about them. You can't do anything. Nothing's going to happen that God doesn't know about, so just trust Him. Just trust Him. Revelation 21 verse 8 says, But the fearful and the unbelieving shall have their part in the lake of fire, which is the second death. The opposite of trust is unbelief. Unbelief is sin. Do you trust God or is your soul rotting with the cancer of unbelief? Unbelief will destroy the church. Unbelief will destroy the ministry of this church. Unbelief releases fear and doubt and suspicion. Unbelief binds the hands of God. Unbelief releases the power of demon spirits and will damn your soul to hell forever. People say trust is too emotional. Well, doubt is more emotional. If you doubt your salvation to death, you'll be emotional. If you know you're saved, death will be peaceful. I've been beside of a few people when they died and they knew they were saved. They, they weren't emotional. They were peaceful. Amen. If you know you're saved at death, you can sing for joy. Trust is not emotional. It's based on knowledge. What do we know about God? We know he's faithful. Trust is born in faithfulness. When David went through a trial, he rehearsed the faithfulness of God. When the lion roared against him, God came through. When the bear came against him, God came through. When Goliath mocked Israel, God came through. When Saul tried to kill me for my musical abilities, God came through. Now, absent trying to destroy my kingdom, God will come through again. Are you facing a crisis? God will come through. Amen. What he's done in the past, he can do now. His power is not diminished. One of the greatest songs ever written is Great is Thy Faithfulness. Amen. What do we know about God? Well, he's the God of power. He divided the Red Sea from Moses. Wouldn't you like to have seen that? Huh? I mean, the seas rolled back and he went through through the mud, right? No, they went through on dry ground. The seas rolled back. They went through on dry ground. He held the sun still for Joshua. Walked through the fire furnace with the three men. They looked down in there. And looks like four men down there to me. Conquered death, hell and grave at Calvary. Rose from the grave. Set at the right hand of the Father. And soon, I don't know what soon means, but soon and very soon he'll bring home the bride of Christ because of his power. So he's faithful. He's the God of power. He's the God of love. God's love drove Jesus to bleed and die for my sin. God's love knows no limit, no boundary, no shoreline, and no depth. When all others reject you, God loves you. He's the God of goodness and mercy. David said, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We go down the highway 70 miles an hour. Goodness and mercy are there. So is the highway patrol. But <laughs> His goodness gives me what I don't deserve. His mercy spares me from what I do deserve. 
He's a God of justice and judgment. God will bring justice to every person, every murderer, every rapist, every abortionist, every corrupt politician. I trust him to do right when it comes to judgment. I know God's eternal. The word Jehovah means to be. It means the God who was and is and shall always be. He solved every problem before you had one. He has every answer for every question before you ask it. Before you were hungry, he supplied food. Now, if I'd have been creating the world, I'd created a man, he wouldn't have had a thing to eat. You would have too. You wouldn't have thought about it. Man's going to have to eat. You'd have created poor old Adam and he'd have, he'd have got up and said, what am I going to eat? Oh my, I forgot all about it. He created man. He created food. Before you were hungry, he supplied food. Before you were cold, he supplied wood, coal, oil, gas. I don't worry about the greenhouse effect. I worry about the White House effect. I don't worry about global warming. I just trust God's going to take care of it. I don't worry about the future. It's in his hands. I don't worry about Washington failing. I can guarantee you they're going to fail. But Jesus will never fail. I trust him. The benefits of our trust is never being ashamed. Notice there in verse number one, in thee, O Lord, I put my trust. Let me never be ashamed. Let me never be ashamed. And the Bible says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it's the power of God to salvation to the Jew first, also to the Greek. I believe the Bible. He wasn't just born of a woman. He was born of a virgin. That's what it says. Now, some versions say he was born of a young woman. Or a maid, a maiden. He was born of a virgin. I believe he's the son of God. Why? The Bible says he is. He's my friend. He's my counselor. He's my king. He's my Lord. He's my savior. I'm not ashamed of his word. The Bible says thy word is truth. The Bible says he's a light on my path and a, and a lamp unto my feet. This word will give us hope that is steadfast and sure. This word will take the pain out of death and dying. I'm glad I, I, I told uh, Corey and Addie a couple weeks ago. I'm, I'm not afraid of dying. Amen. A lot of people are. They're scared to death of dying. Yeah. Yeah. If you hear tomorrow that I've died, don't you believe it? I'm more alive than I've ever been. Amen. Now, this body will be gone. I mean, it'll, the heart will cease and the lungs, well, the heart will cease to beat. The lungs will cease to expand and I won't be breathing. But I'll be alive. Amen. I'll be alive. The Word will take the pain out of death and dying. The Word will change your life and make a new creature out of you. Therefore, if any man's uh, born again, he's a new creature, the Bible says. 2, Timothy, uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. It'll break the yoke of sin, this Word will. It'll put a song in your heart, free you from every addiction, release you from every sin. Also, trust melts the heart of God. C.H. Spurgeon, love flowers. He had a flower garden and one day he went out there and this dog had dug it up. He got a stick and he threw it at the dog. Oh, he was mad. He didn't think see Spurgeon would get mad, but he did. You know what the dog did? He grabbed the stick and brought it back to him. <laughs> he said, how could you not love a dog like that? 
so he just petted the dog. He loved the dog. His heart melted towards that dog. Listen to me. I don't care what crime you've committed. I don't care what sin you've committed. I don't care what heartache you have, what your burden is, what trial you're in. You can trust Jesus. Amen. He'll never fail you. His heart will melt towards you. His anger will cease. In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in thy righteousness, David said. You may, this morning, you may need to be saved. God may have spoke to your heart this morning that you need salvation. I don't want you to put it off. Amen. You may not live another day. Right. You may not have another opportunity. You need to come to him this morning. Don't put it off. Say yes to him this morning. Or maybe you just need to come and pray for someone else. Don't put that off either. I like the song that says somebody prayed for me. Yeah. I had a lot of people pray for me before I got saved. I had a mom that prayed for me. I had church people that prayed for me. And I tell you, I'm glad they did. I'm glad that they did. 134 times the word trust is found in the word of God. I never preached on that before. But I thought it would be appropriate to preach on that word today. Amen. You need to trust in the Lord, not just for salvation, but trust in the Lord for everything that you have and everything that you need. Amen. Whatever your need is today, you can trust in the Lord for that need. Yes. Brother Pastor, won't you come do what you want to do now?